Welcome back to another episode of the Locker Room Podcast. I'm Nugget. It's your boy Jordan. And we are excited to talk about another round of sports. As always, we don't make the news. We just talk about it. All things stats, debates, and hot takes. How you feeling today, Jordan? Man, I'm feeling good, man. It's Friday. I don't know about y'all. It was a little payday for your boy. So, I look, I'm about to have myself a nice little good weekend. How about yourself? Uh, you know, fun weekend. Kind of reunion this weekend um, with my wife's family. So, it's always exciting. It's a family reunion. I'm not going to do that. We introduce it. This is my cousin, Jordan. And he always got the takes. Already know that he finna get head. Oh, that's bad. That's bad. See, 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 see. Should have stopped over his head. I should have stopped over his head. Should have quit. Should have quit. It's cool though. It's cool though. It's cool. They got a little vocal lesson today, man. Yeah, I can sing a little bit. Anywho, man, I, I, I am excited. Let's let you can start it off today. Actually, start it off. Go ahead. Start us off. I mean, hey, I don't know if you know, but the NBA Finals is going on. Game one did happen yesterday between Golden State and the Boston Celtics. It was an interesting game, man. Okay. I would love to know what was your take behind the outcome. Uh, okay, um, I have four takes. My first take is that Steph is that man, like I told you, he was the best player on the floor last night. My second take: Where was Jason Tatum? APB missing person report. My my. Third take is that Golden State should be scared. Boston should be happy. And I think Golden State just had a career night from Steph Curry. And Boston weathered the storm and came back. Career night? 21 in one quarter? I mean, that's maybe not his career, but that's like a, for most people, that's a career night. Yeah, but we're talking about Steph Curry. It's not really a career defining. I mean, it was a great quarter. That's I mean, that's one way to come out and punch a team in the mouth. First NBA Finals that they've been there in what two years? The Boston Celtics have never been anybody on their team, bro. Um, you got a couple of interesting points. You definitely do. I agree with one. What was the- which is Steph Curry was the best player on the floor last night. Even though they lost, he was the best player on the floor, and I think. By far, he'll be the best player in the series. I hope. I hope so. I'm scared. I'm a little nervous. Um, I too. I'm not going to lie. I'm definitely, I have to put some respect on Boston's team. Uh, you know, people count them out every single night almost. It feels like they just find a way to stay in it. Like, they just don't quit. They're like cockroaches in nets. <laughs> like, they just don't freaking go away. Like, gosh. You really caught them but, cockroaches. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they are to me. Sorry. I'm um, not sorry. But this thing about Jason Tatum as an APB. Yes, he had 13 points. Yes, he shot three for 17. But he had 12 assists. I don't care. <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, as a, from a shooting performance, it was bad. But if I had to grade him, i give him a B. And here's why. He found other ways to impact the game. If this was Jason Tatum three years ago, he would have forced probably another 10 shots. He may have shot five for 25, five for 27, two, two, three years ago. 
when Jalen Brown was getting it going, he probably would have tried to take over. When Derek White, ah, jeez, Al Horford, these these role players are just playing the same basketball right now. Two years ago, Jason Tatum would have tried to get his own. But because he did it, he continued to find the hot man. He understood it wasn't his night shooting, but he still had to make an impact on the floor. Um, and by that, you know, he had, you know, like I said, 12 to 13 assists. Awesome. And I had a little stat. Okay. Off of Jason Tatum's passes, Marcus Smart was three for four. Al Horford was two for three. Derek White, two for three. And the rest of the team was uh, two for three from behind the arc. Those are all offered Jason Tatum's passes. So what that tells me is even though Jason Tatum is getting the focal point, he is finding the open man, and they're hitting shots. That doesn't excuse bad shooting. (laughs) I didn't say it was bad shooting. He had a bad night shooting the basketball. That doesn't mean he had a bad game as in impacting the floor because something about a great player is you have to find other ways to impact the game outside of your jump shots and not going. The only reason that you make that argument is because they won the game. Had they lost the game, nobody gives a damn about his 12 assists. Hey, they won. Oh. So, <laughs> they won the game. That's saying Steph Curry had a bad game because he probably should have gave me a little bit more. And speaking of Steph Curry, that brings me to my second point. He fell apart. We didn't. How did he fall apart? 20, as you said, 21 in the first quarter. He did not score in the second quarter. He had six points in the third and had four points in the fourth quarter. Before the end of the half, if I'm not mistaken, he was shooting above 50%, I think, above 50%. The second half, he shot five for 15. Okay, context, context, context to that. What's the context? He was hot the entire first quarter. Steve Kerr benched him for almost the whole second quarter until about five or four minutes left and then throws him back in there. He only got two shot attempts up and then they go into halftime. Now you might be saying, you know, he maybe needed a break the game because he had 21 points. Doesn't mean that the game was out of reach. They were never up by more than 10 the entire game. Boston, like you said, never went away. He should have never pulled Steph for that long. He pulled you. You everyone knows that plays sports when you're in rhythm, you're hot, you're, you're feeling it. You took a shooter out of rhythm and you iced him. You iced your own shooter. He's not, he's not, he's not any shooter. We're talking about Steph Curry, the greatest shooter that okay. God's ever created. Even, even, even with all of that, why do you and take him out for position. 10 minutes? Why did you? It was a, yes, he played the entire first quarter. He set for seven minutes. Context, his actual, that's what his rotation is. This is a special he, occasion. It's game one. It's what we call the fill-out game. Okay. Now, did I expect him to lose? No. But it's also the fill-out game. Boston was trying to figure out how to guard Steph Curry. Uh, Golden State was figuring out how to guard Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, and then the rest of the supporting cast because they showed up last night. Like, it's a fill-out game. Do I expect him to sit that long next game, game two, game three, going forward? No. But what I will say is if you can steal a couple extra minutes in game one where it's not that critical and it's not do or die – to put those minutes back, maybe in a game five or game six or even a game seven on the back end, you do that. It's game one. Do I think it'll make or break the series? Absolutely not. Do I think Boston stole a game? Yes. But to say that that messed him up completely for him to shoot five for 15 in the second half, I can't give you that. I'm saying that it's a game of runs and it's a game of momentum and rhythm. 
don't take your team out of rhythm is all I'm saying. I, I mean, yeah, I can see. And that goes to my third point. Boston just had one of the greatest performances in the fourth quarter we've seen. They outscored them 40-14 to 14 in the fourth quarter. Their first seven shots, they were seven for seven from the three-point line. I don't know about you, but it's hard to win like that if a team is just rolling. They went on a 17-0 run what did, in the fourth. What did Draymond say about them shooting? <laughs> I'll take that or I'll live with that or something. Listen, man. 15 for 23 between Derek White, Marcus Smart, and Al Horford. Al Horford hit his career high for the finals or play in the, in the in, uh, NBA playoffs with six threes. Derek White hit a contested fadeaway against Steph Curry. Like, these are shots that in the scouting report you let them have. And they just happen to hit them. I mean, you, you take the good with the bad. So I'm with Draymond. I'm not really pressed. They just had a great fourth quarter. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll, we'll, come, we'll come back to it for, for our predictions for at our, the end. Topic number two, man. Steve Kerr has now made it to the finals in four straight decades. The 90s, the 90s, 2000s, the 2010s, and now the 2020s. What does that say about his greatness? If you say anything disrespectful, you should be ashamed of yourself. Um, I have nothing bad to say about Steve Kerr. He will go down as one of the greatest winners in NBA history. Not only as a player, but also as a coach. And his resume speaks for it. I mean, I have that's all I have to say about that, man. Um I feel like I feel like Steve Kerr is probably top three greatest coaches. Behind Pop and Joe Jackson. His his mentors. He's top three behind those guys. Mm, maybe. Definitely top five. Definitely top five. Who else do you have above him? Um, I like Spo. Above Steve Kerr? In the conversation. But above Steve Kerr. No, but I don't know if I would say Steve Kerr's three. Who's three? Uh I don't have the name off the top of my head, but I definitely agree that those four are top four. Uh, Pat Riley was a very, a very good coach as well. Pat Riley was a good coach, but he was an even like better him. GM. He'll probably go down as probably the an executive, the best executive. Hey, but I think he's a very good. He's a he's he's a he's a damn good coach. He Showtime Lakers, like he he was in there. Okay. And he took he changed the. I'm not taking away his executive. Like, he's a mastermind when it comes to on the executive side. But I, I can't say I'm, you know, Pat did his thing, man. I think I, I, I give him more credit towards his executive side. But, I mean, eh, I, either way, either way, Steve is in there is the point. Steve. Yeah, absolutely. He's Steve definitely is, in there. I can't say no. You know, regardless of who he's had, you know, he's found a way to win. He's reinvented the wheel. Um, okay, elaborate on reinventing the wheel. Um, for me, just as a coach, man, you you just it's one thing to have talent on a team, but it's one thing to have that talent produce and all move at 
the same. And I think that's something that Steve Kerr has done as back in the day. People say, hey, that's Mark Jackson's team. You know, that's what he did that. But Mark Jackson, I don't think, had would have had the same impact as Steve Kerr did, if that makes sense. If he, if he would, he would have done it. And the reason I'm so big on Steve Kerr is because I think what Steve Kerr did was learn from Pop and Phil Jackson. And I think that a lot of people don't talk about it enough, but Steve Kerr has essentially modernized the triangle offense. If you look at how the triangle was run, the ball was constantly in motion. motion. It was constantly moving. You had a big point forward in Scottie Pippen, or in this case, Draymond Green. And I think what they did was they took it instead of it being constantly moving screens and getting the ball to the mid-range shot, he tweaked it a little bit, got more screens on the outside, and now you have open three-point shots instead of mid-ranges. Genius. Which is why I say that I can't say it's all Mark Jackson's team because Steve kind of came in and, like you said, reinvented the wheel and maybe not even reinvented the wheel, maybe created his own damn wheel and, and really took things to a new height. I, I, I would have to give him, at this point, with the level he's been doing, he created his own wheel. Yeah, he made his own will. At this point, he created his own will, man. I mean, two decades from what 2015 up until this point, I think he created his own his own will, man. Yeah, you got to give it to him. Again, I can't I can't complain. I agree. Yeah. All right. So this next this next topic is is exciting. The user guys, you may or may not know because they ain't played in that damn long. Um. <laughs> Ben Simmons and Zion Williamson, two guys that have not played in a very long time. Two number one overall picks, two career guys. So my question to you would be, you're building a franchise right now. You got Ben Simmons and Zion Williamson. Both of these guys, we don't know when they're coming back or what they're going to look like when they do come back. Who do you take? I'm taking my boy Ben Simmons, man. I'm taking Ben Simmons out of LSU, the Aussie. I'm definitely taking him. Here's why. When you look at today's game, you need a wing. You need a point forward. You you need point something. Your best player needs to be able to initiate offense, get his own shot as well, and defend to a to a team. When we talk about Ben Simmons, he's always in the conversation when he's playing. Okay. A defensive year candidate. His IQ as a point guard is among the elite, in my opinion. Your, your Trey Youngs, your Lucas, your Chris Pauls. He has that elite IQ and passing ability. And again, he's 6'10. So in transition, he's a freaking nature. Like, and ain't too many people that's gonna stop him. His downfall is what everybody's going to say. He can't shoot the ball to save his life. However, I would much rather take that in no jump shot than take a big Olaf who's just straight power. Oh, no wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. <laughs> Dude, okay. Now, before you say no jump shot, you're talking about no jump shot as a guard. In a guard's lead yes. versus an Olaf, as you say, at a big. Like, I, yeah, no jump shot. I will take. I, 
Okay. I don't know who well, I would well, take. What's your response? What would you do? I would. I would take Ben too, but it's not because Zion's is Olaf. I just, I don't know if Zion can stay healthy. I think Ben can, I think he can get back to where he was. I don't know. I don't know what Zion can do because we haven't seen it. And it's like, he's gaining weight. But I will say this. When Zion was playing, he averaged 25. How many games? 25. Like, like, like 10 games? <laughs> 15 uh, we, games? We're not going to be that bad. Not, it was like 20. 20. So a fourth so, of a season? Yeah. What again? Can Zion do that? I think he could. Is he getting, looks like he's getting bigger? Absolutely. But, I mean, he could. I just personally like Ben Simmons' offensive game. As a as a point guard, over Zion, and his elite defending. His elite, okay. But that. Okay. That'll be me. Okay, so let me riddle riddle. Uh. I I can't I I I would take Ben too. I just feel like, uh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I I got it. I got it. I can't I can't argue with that one. Um. So um, today. I have an an important question, man. A, a big time question. Now we always talk about championships, championship DNA. Who's the goat? Who's the greatest? But who is the greatest NBA players to not have a not have a ring? Nobody. Because you're not a great if you ain't got a ring. That's cap. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's 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 cap. That's. <laughs> That's that's horrible. Don't don't we, tell that to Chuck. We're not gonna go down that road. We're not gonna go down that rabbit hole. Please don't slander me. It was a joke, people. Relax. So I got my list, man. I got my list, man. I got my list. I'm gonna give you five, and then I'll let you go five, and we'll we'll we'll, we'll play off from there. You can just do your you can just do your four ten. My four ten. So I got Carl Malone. The hey. answer, Allen Robinson. Is, this, an, is this an order? No, no, no. This is not in order. Okay. Was it supposed to be in order? Well, whatever you want to do, bro. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. I didn't put it in order. Charles Barkley, Patrick Ewing, John Stockton, Reggie Miller, Elgin Baylor, Steve Nash, Dominique Wilkins, Grant Hill. And because it was so tough, I did have three honorable mentions, unfortunately. Had Pete Mavericic, the ball handler God, T-Mac, and Vince Carter. Okay, that's not a bad list. That's not a, that's not a, that's not a bad list at all. I, I, can't, I can't knock that list. I cannot knock that list. Let me see who I got here. That's not a that's not a bad list. Yours isn't in order, so I I mean I really don't have much to say about the list. Although I got some different names on mine. Alright. I would love to be in order. And if you got it in order, let me know what you got. I got it in order. At number ten, I got a tie. A two way tie between John Stockton and Carl Malone. These guys were teammates. These guys, I mean, you know, you know the rest. They're teammates, so I couldn't yeah. even decide who deserved to be on there more. They both never got a ring, obviously, because of Jordan. And, you know, number 10 for, for many reasons, I guess, one being that you had two chances to knock off the GOAT and blemish his history. Yeah. And you miss, you miss, you miss both. I'm not saying that. Struck out. And, and it wasn't like it was sweeps either. So I. I no, it was like game. It was yeah. both, took them both to six games. Yeah, six games. So, uh, uh, yeah. They're at yeah. 10. Okay. Number, nine, Number nine, James Harden. James Harden. Wait, 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 wait. 
doesn't you can't put people who are still in the league. Why not? Because they still have a chance to win. Oh well. I well, go ahead. I'm gonna just keep going on my list because I, I, he's on here. Keep going. Keep I mean, going. this list could change. This is this is this is right now, right now, in at the right now today. Well, I need Chris Paul on mine, but keep going. Number eight, Russell Westbrook. Again, the the triple the triple threat king. I mean, sorry, triple double king. You know, I I mean, he speaks for himself. Has a hell of a resume. Some of the greatest seasons ever since Oscar Robinson. Number seven. Tracy T. Mac McGrady. I again resume speaks for itself. NBA legend, first ballot Hall of Famer. Um, injuries kind of riddled him. That's why he's seven for me. He, he uh, I don't feel like he really ever got there. I think the one time he did get there, he was riding the bench for the San Antonio Spurs. So, eh. number six, Steve Nash, Mr. 50 40 90 himself. Again, I don't even think he ever made it to the big game. I think he he only got to the Western Conference Finals. And, of course, I think he ran into, was it Kobe? Kobe? Yeah. So, so yeah, we know how that went. <laughs> the rest is history, as they say. So, I, clearly, now it gets interesting. Now we get to my top five. Rounding got my top five, Carmelo Anthony. Now, this guy this guy here, is he's, he's a different breed. I think. Carmelo is legit. The only reason he's not in the conversation with guys like Kevin Durant is because he doesn't have a ring. That's just me. I think they both very talented scorers in their prime could not be stopped. Uh, I think Carmelo had just as good a defense, if not better defense on ball. It just boiled down to no ring. So I think he's literally one ring away from being on that outside tier. Of 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 goat goat conversation. All right, top four, top four, number four, no surprise here. Charles Barkley got Charles Barkley number four. Again, ran into yeah. Jordan. I I like Charles. I I just I put him four because I think these other three guys to me were all around. I think better to me. Uh, as far as greatness, number three, Chris Paul. I know he's still playing. But again, I think if he don't win one, he probably will be the number one player to never win. I mean, people call this man the point god. People consider this man the greatest, better than Magic Johnson. Great. He's trying to ring. So I, I think for him not to have one, he had to be in my top three. Number two, again, another one that was kind of hindered by some other Hall of Famers, Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller, I think, is he had to be in my top three just having that three-point record. Having the career that he had, his, I just think that he didn't, he ran into Jordan. Him and Charles are kind of in that same category. I was really, two and four was hard for me. I knew I wanted Chris Paul three, but two and four was a toss between uh, Reggie and, and Charles. So I, I went with uh, I went Reggie at two. And number one, number one, no surprise, Allen Iverson, the greatest player that never won an NBA championship. To me, the greatest player that never, that never won an NBA championship. I think he was... Was was just electrifying. The man changed the game in many ways. You want to go ball handles. The man crossed over Michael Jordan. The man put up fifty against the Lakers and lost in the in the finals. I mean, he he just there's nothing there's nothing that you can really bad say about Allen Iverson outside of the practice thing that kind of aged poorly because he didn't get no ring. But I I consider him probably the greatest 
to to never win it. But what do you what do you think? What what, what you think? First of all, you didn't put Patrick Ewing in there, but you put Russ Westbrook in there. That's baffling. I I, I think Russ is is has better accolades than Pat. Then then on top of that, the greatest player right now to have never won a ring is Charles Barkley. Bang. Now I know that you say AI for you. I know you say AI for you, so I'm not really coming at you. Don't but they both got Charles MVPs? Barkley, Yes, they both have MVPs. Okay. But Charles, if we look at Charles Barkley's stat line, I love AI. I love him. The 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 heart of a lion, crossover, showtime, the step over Ty Lu. I mean, he did the thing. But that dude from out of Philly and then Phoenix, and now who's on TNT, who we call him the Chuckster, he different, man. Now, can Chris Paul eclipse him? Maybe. That is that is a good debate. I don't want to have that debate if I hate having a debate about people who never won anything. Um, but again, that's a good one. The one that's interesting is Reggie Miller. Because the year they actually had the chance to win it was the Malice of the Palace year in 2004, which was the same year Detroit won. Wasn't he older by then? Going. Was he like, what, 34, 35? But he had a chance to win a ring. He didn't play that year because he was hurt. Yeah, bro. He, but yeah. They, had, they had the number one team in the East. He had a chance to win. That had nothing to do with Jordan. Now, if you're speaking of him in, you know, impacting it, winning, all right. Cool. His best impact was to was again. You got to think if he beats but the Bulls, he, he wins a ring. Win the ring. He did. He had a chance to and win a sucks. ring. However you get it, you get it. It sucks. That year was his year. And, you know, Ron Artez decided to go to UFC. Jermaine O'Neal decided to, you know what, forget basketball. Let's put on boxing gloves for whatever reason. They were antagonized you know, by, by Rue fans is what it was. Listen, it was. But, like, listen, we don't want to go bad. If you know it, you know it. If you don't. For you young bucks, you know, who just now getting into this, this basketball game and you just all you know is Steph Curry and James Harden and the travels and shooting from half court. You don't really know what the bang bangers mean. Go go check it out, man. You'd be surprised. That's what real basketball was. This is that finesse stuff that we don't want to talk about. But needless to say, it's not a bad list, man. I think we got a lot of the same people. Um, I think my three biggest people that I, I would hope get one, obviously Chris Paul, Charles Barkley. And Carmelo Anthony. Yes, sir. Are my Those are my three. Outside of that will be Allen Iverson and Reggie Miller. That will be my top five of who I would want to get a ring and who did not win a ring. Obviously, because Melo and Chris Paul are still playing. Uh, I'm, I just question at what point did everyone say, you know what? Charles is the greatest to, ever, to never win it. Because if we're being truth, truthfully, if we're being brutally honest, he has a great resume, but so do like three other guys on that list. I think him and AI's resume pretty similar. I think what knocks Tim, uh, excuse me, Charles Barkley, a lot of it from being the greatest power forward is his resume. No. I think right now he's a clear cut second, but right now he could be third. Third what? Greatest power forward of all time. Tim Duncan, Duncan is one. Okay. Oh, Giannis. 
Two. Giannis. Dirk. Charles Barkley. Right. Dirk, I don't. Dirk. I mean, Dirk. No. no. Dirk. 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 But again, if Charles. No, 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 no. Huh? Dirk Nowitzki. You you have to put him up there. You told me the I other day that Dirk up. has the greatest playoff run in NBA history. He does. That doesn't equate. That doesn't mean he's better than Giannis. I didn't say he's better than Giannis. I think it's Tim, Giannis, and Dirk in whatever order you want to do the well, second again, two. Well, so you, you, asked my, you went to my point. The reason why we could put Dirk there is because Charles doesn't have a ring. So uh, we're talking about the greatest at his position. If Charles get a ring, Dirk is not better than him. There's not a question. He's Charles is second with one ring. With one it? ring, he's second. He's better than Giannis? Without, yes. No. Right now? No. Yes. No, Do I, when it's all said and done, I don't think so. I think Bro, Giannis, Giannis' resume right now is knocking on is knocking on Chuck's door. It's knocking on the, it's knocking on the door. Matter of fact, it might be there. Back to back MVPs, back to back Defensive Player of the Year. But again, knocking on the door and eclipsing him, I, it has a, that that championship before Giannis got that championship. What was he? he tied. Was he wasn't tied. What? Okay. What is? What is? What, what is Charles? This championship won last year. And that run and the fifty piece that he put on, and the triple like, he's still he like he was wait wait you know, wait number two. Okay, okay, just forget about last year. What accolades does Charles have that Giannis does not without the ring? I think Charles is a better scorer than you. You think or what accolade does Charles <laughs> have? We can't if we're not if we're going off a player. I think Charles Barkley was a better player than Giannis taking out the rings. What accolades so prove Giannis, your theory? We're taking out accolades, right? No, take off the rings. You said you said you said with with the ring, he's better. I said okay, take away the ring. Giannis, we'll say Giannis is, hypothetically. Giannis has no ring. What are you giving Charles Barkley based off his resume? Because Giannis's resume is crazy without his ring. The ring just kind of just was the icing on the cake. I mean, the dude was taking the league by storm, and he was like twenty three. Let me say, because you, you hit me with the with the Oakley dog. Uh, I mean, because like Chuck. Chuck's a nice guy, funny guy. I don't. time All Star, rebounder champ, MVP, Finals MVP, All Star MVP. Excuse me. I mean, I don't think I think he's there. It's debatable. So I can Giannis- say Chuck. I don't think it's clear cut. That, I don't think it's hold on. That was I debatable. Not. I don't think it's clear cut. No, bro. You said you said rookie of the year. Okay, okay. I'll give you that. Eleven time All Star. Eleven time. Okay, MVP. What else did you say? Yeah. And he's a he's a double double machine. Was it the round round a rebound? <laughs> okay. So you so, so Chuck has an MVP, Giannis has two. Chuck was a nine-time, nine. you said nine-time All Star. Eleven, eleven. Giannis is halfway there yeah. at six. All Star MVP, Giannis got one. Giannis has one too. All NBA first team, Giannis is right there. Defensive Player Chuck of the Year. Chuck I mean, does not have that, bro. <laughs> Without the ring, yeah, <laughs> they're still the same. I think it's subjective. That's not my disrespect. So Giannis, for the first five years, was not Giannis. Giannis came onto the scene probably in 2017, 18. 
Bro, he was a rookie in what? Let me see. I don't even remember what year he was. 2017, 2017 was 14. his first All Star game. But I mean, right. still, you ha- I, just the fact that he got he wasn't the Giannis then. Me to to me to get a back to back MVP and Defensive Player of the Year puts you in the league company. Most yeah, people don't get. But both. I can see Charles Barkley. His best years, he was playing against Jordan, and Jordan was by far clear cut the best player in the league. That, I'm not even talking about rings right now. I'm not talking about rings. I'm We're talk- talking about accolades. 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 Giannis got MVPs. I can say he wasn't the best, but they should have gave it to Kevin Durant. No, no, they win for what? The first year, yeah, we, I can. KD and Giannis are the two best players. Bro, well, Giannis in 2019, in 2019, Kevin Durant went to the 73 and nine Warriors. That's what team he was on. There was no way he was. He was still on that team. 2019. Yeah, then he was hurt, bro. There, like, even even more reason why he wouldn't get no damn most likely player in 2019. He was never gonna he win. Was it. He was hurt. Bro, yeah, Kevin Durant healthy was not getting an MVP playing on the Golden State Warriors. It wasn't gonna happen. Okay, okay. why? Because he on that team, people, or no, because he wasn't there. Because of the team, people respect Giannis so, for taking a Bucks team that people did not respect before he got there and carried them to the up. number one seed. Let's back this up. Let's back this up. You said he wouldn't get it, not because he wasn't the best player, but because of the team he was on. Sounds like Le- when LeBron was the best player, he probably should have got a couple back to back to back. He, but he, he wasn't going to get it because he was on Miami Heat. No. Oh. So is the MVP back to kind of what you said last week and what you've been telling me? Is it a team award or is it an individual award? It's an individual award. It should be so an inv- individual how award. Evidence, so how? So what is it though? The re okay. So for, for for me, I don't know what the what the what the NBA thinks no of it. But you're right. There's no criteria. But for me, I feel like if you if you're looking at Kevin Durant, OKC, and and Giannis, I if he was gonna get it, he would have gotten gotten it the year that they went and played OKC and lost. I think when they went up three one and blew three one lead. You know, hold on, and before you continue going, Kevin Durant was league MVP runner before he got hurt this year. But you can continue. Okay, again, he was MVP runner. Okay, so here's the thing about the MVP with Golden State. Because he got hurt. I, I, he was gonna, he might have he might have gotten it this year had he not got hurt. But my thing with the with the most valuable player award is you have to be most valuable. Kevin Durant on a Warriors team, he got hurt and they still. Were, were winning and damn near won a ring had Clay not gone down. He hurt to the end. But the MVP is only the regular you take, season. Okay, so why are we talking take, about the playoffs? You, okay, fine. Take him off that Golden State Warriors team. They're 73 and 9 the year before, bro. They didn't win. They didn't, win. they didn't win a ring with that. That's still a, that's still a team. It is. But obviously, you needed something else to get over the hump. You, you did. You did. But again, the committee probably said. Without this guy, they're winning 70 games. There's no way he's more valuable to them than a guy who was taking the Bucks, who are a laughing stock for years, and took these to the number one seed? Nah. Nah, there's no way. There's no way he's more. He was not as valuable to the Warriors as Giannis was to the Bucks. I can't give you that. Giannis is more valuable. Again, so even if you don't want to the Warriors, he was, a, he was an MVP leader before he got hurt this year. He was. So again, if he doesn't get hurt, he probably wins the MVP this year. I don't. I can't. I can't guarantee that. 
Okay, no, you can't. But what I can say is, I, you, I'm only giving Giannis the best player in the league after the performance KD put on this playoff series. You gave it to him last last year. No, I didn't. No, I did not. No, I did not. Okay. I said they were one A one B. If I anything, I said KD was better. I told you this year because Kevin Durant did not give me one game. I put him second because Giannis would have won one game. Next year, he has a chance to redeem himself. Giannis got swept by the Heat. He came back and won a chip. He redeemed himself. Let's not forget that. Giannis was dominant in the regular season, but couldn't win in the playoffs. And that it hindered him. It hindered him. Why can't I say if Chuck wins one against Jordan, he may not win another one? So again, if we take the rings out, Giannis and Chuck get their head to head. Right now, now that Giannis has one and his ceiling is just going up, he is number two as the greatest, as the second greatest power forward of all time. But my point, Chuck, because he doesn't have a ring, he goes from second to fifth. Oh yeah, for sure. Th- that's how valuable a ring is. And well, the- uh, uh, okay, again, again, just for context, everybody, it's not even just the fact that it was a ring. For for dirt, it wasn't even the fact that he just got a championship. It was the fact that people respected every every team that he beat to get there, and it wasn't even like the Miami Heat was hurt. The Miami Heat with LeBron, D Wade, and Chris no, Bosh, they were no. healthy. They made fun of him no. for being sick, and he came out and put up like forty. The man did not miss a free throw the entire playoffs. He was like twenty eight for twenty eight or something. Like that's why. I, I, I get it. You know, the ring helps out. But his performance to get that damn ring was like, bro, you, you, hats off. You, you deserve everything because, bro, I want to say in that series, it was the, the Thunder with Kevin Durant. They were young, but the Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook and James Harden Thunder. I think it was Kobe and the Lakers. I think it was maybe the Spurs. And then in the finals, you got the Miami Heat. Bro, like I'm pretty sure they were underdog in every single series. <laughs> and your your number two guy was was uh, Jason <laughs> Jason the Jet Terry at 40 years old. Yeah, nah, bro. Jason Kidd, Jason Kidd, Jason Jay Kidd was on, he was at the tail. He might have retired after that season. Like every player he had was he got what he needed. Got about bro. Every player he had on that team was well past their, including Dirk. Dirk was on. He had rejuvenated himself, but he was past his prime too. Like, he was in, I think I ain't gonna say he was past his prime because he played for another eight years. Ah, uh, fair, 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 fair. He, he was, was in the middle. Like, I would give rejuvenated his career. I, he I rejuvenated his that. career after that because yeah, his definitely. last three years he was like. I think him winning that kind of extended his career. Uh, we could say that. I think winning yeah. the ring extended his career. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I think we, I think we can say that. Well, no, okay. that's, that's, that's a good debate, man. That's that was, a good debate. I, mean, I look forward to more of those. Uh, before we get up out of here, man, we gotta we gotta give our our hot takes, our hot takes for the NBA Finals. Our final thoughts: JT versus Steph Curry. What what you got? Let me let me hear your hot take. Hold on, let me let me let me get it going. One second, hot take. Okay, okay. Let me hear some. What's your hot take? Hot take, hot take, hot take. Steph Curry. Will not win finals MVP if they win the series. If Jason Tatum pulls the Boston Celtics up, he'll be finals MVP. That's my hot take. What you think? Turn the hot 
I'll take music off for that for that foolishness. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude. So you mean to tell me this if the Warriors win, who's getting the finals MVP? Draymond Green. Who? Who? I think Draymond Green. It has nothing to do with I think it has nothing to do with scoring. Bro. This finals MVP is going to Steph Curry. Okay. Steph Curry. I thought the first one should have went to him too. No, 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 no. Let me, let me finish. Steph Curry ahead, can average 10 points for the rest of this series. But if they win it, damn it, it is going to Wardell Stephen Curry. All right. They robbed him so, once. They're not going to rob him again. They just gave him the damn Magic Johnson Award. I am telling you right now, he can have a terrible series for the rest of this series. But after that freaking 21 point first quarter that was the mvp performance right there i am telling you right now it ain't even a hot take it's just a fact he is getting finals mvp if the if the golden state warriors win this series they it is not going to anybody else i am telling you right now it is predetermined that they are not going to rob him again they have they have predetermined. Matter of fact, the world saw when he, when he get twenty one point when he got twenty one points in the first place. Said, "Yep." So if they win, Stephen Curry is going to let get me, this Finals MVP. Me, let me stop trolling, man. Let me stop trolling. Steph Curry will win Finals MVP if the Golden State Warriors win. Let me let me stop. Yeah, you're, let you're, me stop. Wow. Let me stop. But I don't think Jason Tatum will be Finals MVP if Boston win. Who gets it? <laughs> Your guy, Jalen Brown. Like JB. Oh, now, now everybody like JB. Look, bro. Look. See, look, see, look, 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 see. Look, we look, know, look. we're not gonna do this. We about to get off. But in this, I'm look, trying bro. to give you a little kudos, and you gotta beat hey, your chest. You, thank you. But we're not oh, gonna yeah, talk about them right. Hawks. We ain't. It's got nothing to do with the Hawks. It's about my 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 my. my I seen it, bro. Look, last episode, I said Jalen Brown was the most consistent player in the Miami Heat series. He then went on to foul out for Game Six and Seven. But before he found out, he still gave me 24 points. Now, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum is the best player on the Boston Celtics. However, the consistency right now, I don't know. I don't like last night was a bad night shooting wise. Jalen Brown consistently stepped up. And again, I think with the Boston Celtics, it's so hard to name an MVP because they have they have a plethora of, of, of players who step up. Marcus Smart is the heart and soul of the team. He he, he gets them going. Jalen Brown is, is is a great secondary slash primary scorer when they need him. Jason Tatum is the guy. But, I mean, there are some great people. You got old man Al giving you 20 a night. I don't see that happen again. But, again, I think for the win... Jason Tatum will still have to average 30 to 35, but you need Jalen Brown to give you 22 to 26. Bro, he... Like, that's what you need. That's what he gets. That, he that, gets that's 22. What you need. And I think the performance in the fourth quarter of how he ignited that comeback 17-0 run just lamented of the impact he does have on that team. Bro, I'm Being a beneficiary to being the second option and not having the scouting report solely focused on you. And again, I I I think JT is an excellent talent, but I just that's why I'm so hesitant to just say that he's carrying this team 
because everybody is not fortunate enough to have a, a 25 a night guy to just say, hey, I got you, bro. Don't worry about it. Tonight. I don't think anybody's fortunate enough. I don't think nobody has that, especially to be drafted. Like, I don't think nah, anybody. Only the last, per- the last person I can remember to have that type of support was Steph Curry with Klay Thompson before the injuries. Uh, LeBron with Dwayne well, took, Wade. But they weren't drafted. We see them, they were drafted together. Like, Steph and Clay were drafted. Tatum, Jay, but they weren't, they weren't that level. They was about to ship Steph off the first couple of years. It doesn't matter. They wanted, the, both of those guys were drafted to the Warriors and they're still in the Warriors. You don't have to say they got, oh my God, shipped off. But, but listen, the Celtics big two, from the moment they got in TD Bank Garden, they have been a problem. Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, yes, right now they are definitely better. But it took them a couple years to get going. Well, I'm not, deba- no I'm not debating that. I'm just saying I don't know another superstar that has the amount of help hey, outside of Steph, Steph and Clay. But what I'm saying is Steph and Clay weren't superstars when they came into the league. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were superstars when they came into the league. That's debatable. And they were drafted on the same t- Like, it's unheard of to get those two caliber players in the top three. You're talking about hindsight. You're talking about hindsight. I'm talk- I knew that then. When did you ever call Jalen Brown a superstar, bro? You have never told me that you thought Jalen Brown was a superstar. He was a star. Maybe not as he was a okay. star. Like you can't. Okay. You can't find that in a top three. That's unheard. Uh, maybe you, okay. Let me let me let me three, let me let me rephrase. There has never been another friend. The the franchise player, i.e. JT and Steph, are they have more help than I have seen. Actually, I lied. Throw Giannis in there. Giannis, JT, and Steph probably have the the best Robins in the league. Clay Thompson, Chris Middleton, and Jalen Brown. All those guys get you 25 a night. Well, Clay after the injuries, maybe 19. But those three guys get you 25 tonight. And and if the Celtics win this series, Jalen Brown is in that category with Chris Middleton to where it's like, I'm damn sure too good to be considered a role player. But I'm I'm not the the guy, but you can't win without me. Like it, it's that caliber. Because let's not forget when Jalen Brown was hurt, they were a first round exit. I think he's a higher. I think he's above Chris Middleton. All right, all right, all right. So we we got we running out of time. We're starting to run out of time because he. All right. That's if he wins. Oh, That's if he wins. If he, wins, if he wins, he's above Chris Middleton. If he wins, he's above Chris Middleton. But again. That's if they win, which goes to my oh, prediction. Go to state in six. I I I I'm not gonna lie. I predicted five before. Say it. Say it with your I, chest. I predicted five. Say it with your chest. I predicted Golden State was gonna win in five. They they didn't win last night, but I'm gonna stand on it. Golden State in five. Give me give me that biggie bag from winners. Give me that that five that five. So you know they may win four in a row. They may be some adjustments. I I mean you know you said that. Them losing was the best thing that ever happened to him. I'm curious to see what that's about. What What do you mean by that? You woke up a giant, man. You woke up a giant. You thought these 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 kids who've never been here. You you punched them in the mouth in the first quarter. You thought they was just gonna roll over, or not fight back, and they stood. They stayed strong, and they found a way to win. And they got life. It's it's one thing to beat a team, but to give a team life, a team that's never been there, for them to steal one. You said the that way, them losing was the best thing that happened to the Warriors or to Boston? No, the, it was the best thing that happened to the Warriors. Here's why. Because as champions, you're like, oh, these people aren't going to go down. Like, we can't just come out here and think we're going to hit a couple shots and these young 
cats are just gonna roll over. Like, no, you gotta keep your foot on the pedal the entire way. As I heard today, this is not Memphis, this is not this is not Dallas, this is not Denver. Like when you go up to 11, 12 and you wanna run, they're not gonna fold. Like these kids are gonna fight. They just won two seven game series back to back. So I think them losing game one was a wake up call and the way they lost in the fourth quarter being beat the way they got beat, the way they beat people in the third quarter, oh, it was a wake-up call. You see a different team, everybody's going to be, Steph Curry's going to be locked in, you're going to see a different Draymond, a different Klay Thompson, and I hope Jordan Poole performs This is his first time there, too. This is his first time there. I don't know how well he's going to benefit due to the, the, the perimeter defense that Boston has in the physicality. I think there's going to have to be somebody else. Um, and don't be surprised if you see Gary Payton in game three. Something but else we should we should talk on maybe as the series ends. But I kind of want to do an unsung hero or like the 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 guy, I guess the the biggest impact guy who didn't get a lot of credit. Well, I don't know what we're going to call that award. We need to give one of those out on the podcast. I'm going to tell you right now. No, for the series, for the series, for the series. Oh, OK, OK, OK. I got you. Got I, you. I, got I, you. I think okay. per game will be a lot. But I think right now my front runner to get that award. I'm not sure what that award is. My front runner right now is Andrew Wiggins, bro. <laughs> it was Jalen Brown. Win? Yeah, if they would, it was Jalen Brown, but Jalen Brown is kind of taking the driver's seat right now. So I think unsung hero right now. I I'm leaning towards Andrew Wiggins if they win because this that dude has been consistent. He's attacking the rim when he wants to. He's shooting middies. He's shooting threes. I mean, he's showing up. I didn't know how he was gonna do in his first finals appearance. I didn't. And I will give it to Al Horford who hasn't been there either as a unsung hero from right Boston. Now. For Boston, Austin. yeah, I, I for sure. The fact that yeah. they got you thirty for against sure. Milwaukee and then twenty five, in in the first finals appearance ever, he, he, he's yeah. He's there. I, I, I would. But all right, man. We, but, we as always, I'm Nug. It's your boy Jordan. Thank you guys for tapping in, man. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please, please, please make sure you give us a like. Whether you're on Instagram, TikTok. Twitter. We're on all social platforms. Check us out on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you comment what your favorite part was. Or if you're seeing a clip, make sure you let us know what you think. If you're on Spotify, shoot us a message, man. On all social medias, we'd like to hear your opinions, your thoughts, anything to say before we get up out of here, Jordan. Oh, man. Everybody have a blessed weekend. Until next week, stay safe. Holla. All right, everybody. Next time.